0: your cross mark eight thirty four. god is good all the time, all the time. amen the word of god says and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also he said unto them whosoever will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me this time we'll like to go to work god in prayer and Karen Davis, would you listen to a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. When you think about a cross, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, I think to myself, the cross that Jesus carried to be crucified on. And when you think about that cross... Christ says he was perfect without sin and not done anything contrary to the glory of God. But even in that day, being crucified and and buried and dying on an old rugged cross was the most unbelievable, terrifying way of dying. It showed that that person that was dying upon that cross was a thief, was a liar that had went against the word of that day. And the scripture says that Christ's cross was so heavy that he even dropped to his own knees. And he had to have someone come to help him carry that cross. Now, I've always thought about the cross that Jesus carried. Not only was it two pieces of wood, but I've always thought it was about all of the sins of the world that he was carrying. Amen. All the burdens. Of the world. As Jesus was carrying all of those things. To go to be crucified. And to be died in a humiliating way. Upon an old rugged cross. To have the ones that he loved. And people that he cared about. Deny ever knowing him. And that cross that Christ bear, uh, that carried. It was very heavy. It was something that we look upon and say, thank you, God, for sending your son. Amen? Thank you, God, for sending someone that was willing to carry my burden and to carry my sin and to carry that cross. few In the last couple of years, have you all noticed that there's more crosses out in people's yards than there used to be? They're all over the place. And Sheila and I and Cami one Sunday we were driving over here. It was so fun to listen to Shay as we were coming over here to to church last night. We drive about forty five minutes, so they the kids see all kinds of things on the way. And Shay was saying, "Paul, there's cows over there, and Paul, there's trees over there, and all this." Well, one Sunday we were coming to church, and Cami started saying, "Mama, why are the crosses all over the places? Why does people have?" crosses in their yards and we went home and that afternoon we built the cross and we put it out in the front yard and and put a spotlight on it that cross meant that we were going through some big burdens in the last few years didn't it the big burdens of covid the big burdens of all the things that were going on out in the world but we were not going to lose sight who carried the ultimate cross for us our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But the scripture that I read to you this morning, it's interesting, isn't it? It says, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Burdens come and go. I believe we can all say amen to this. Get ready. We've all had burdens. Amen? Amen. Big, small, medium-sized ones. And when those burdens come into your life, what do you do? How do you keep on keeping on? And here's Christ not only wanting you to carry your own burdens, but Christ says, I want you to carry your burdens, and I also want you to be able to help me carry my cross. I want you to be able to continue on in the work of Christ. There's been many times in my life that I have felt like that the burdens are just so heavy, I'm about to fall to my knees, that my cross is so heavy that I don't know what I'm going to do or how that I'm going to be able to bear that cross and to be able to continue to take one more step. What is so great about this relationship you have with God? This should make you feel pretty good today. Christ wants you to be able to help him carry his cross and his burdens. But what's so great about Christ is this. He's going to help you carry your cross and your burdens. I truly believe that Christ is there for us, isn't he? Christ knows your name. He knows what you are going through. A lot of folks out here say, well, Brother Paul, I'm going through this all by myself. No, you're not. No, you're not. When you turn your heart and life over to Christ, it's you and it's Christ working together. Now, you can get stubborn. You ever got stubborn before? I'm sure Sheila Mills has got a stubborn book back there on Paul Mills, don't you? When I just decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way, I don't care what anybody says, I don't care what Christ says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this finished, I'm going to get it over with, I'm going to do it my way or the highway. Let me tell you what I figured out. When I do it my way, boy, it sure crumbles. It sure falls apart. It sure makes me question about things in my life. But when I let go and what? Let God, let God help me carry my cross. Let God help me carry my burdens. Let Christ be the one that I lean upon every day. So how do we do this? Well, first of all, when you're carrying your cross and doing God's will, it's for whosoever will, the call for all Christians. John three sixteen. Now, you've known this scripture for years when praise be to god i'm so glad that we've got sunday school back at bethlehem our kids are going to learn john 3:16 in sunday school class and it's probably where you read it as well but so often i believe we just read it now it's somebody says you got a verse you've memorized you got, you, can you say something out of the bible that you can say without looking at it a lot of folks say, oh, John 3:16, well we just rattle it off, don't we? It's got some powerful things in there about what Christ is willing to do to help you carry your cross. Powerful things in there about it is for whosoever will. It's just not for a select few. but this helping carrying your cross is for everyone. John 3:16 for God's love the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved who? The world. So often I think folks say, Well, Brother Paul, who can be saved? Who can't be saved? What is so great about Christ is he looks, and you need to be excited about this, He looks beyond your faults, doesn't he? He sees your soul. He sees what's so important. He sees the burdens you're bearing. You know, we all can agree today, when your kids hurt, you hurt, don't you? When your grandkids hurt, what? You hurt. When Debbie got the SOS on Mariah last night, I'm sure her blood pressure went to a place we don't want to even know about, right? Because we want to to take care of them. And I know that you love them. Well, think about God. He loves you. And he says to you, when you have those burdens, you're carrying them around. They're written all over your face. And you're struggling with them each and every day. God says, I love you more than that. I don't want you to have to deal with that. I don't want you to have to do this all by yourself. I love you so much, everybody so much, that I am willing. God says, I'm willing to send my son to die upon a cross for your sins. I truly believe today that Christ would have sent, God would have sent Jesus Christ for the millions He would have sent sent him for a hundred or he would have just sent him just for you. That's how much he loves you. He wants the very best for you. But Christ says, because I love you so much, I want you to carry your cross. What does that mean? Christ says, I want you to learn how to carry the cross of somebody else. I want you when you see somebody else Hurting, I want you to be the one that says, I'm willing to stop what I'm doing and help somebody. Help somebody carry their load. A long time ago, I was a supervisor over in Butler County. Y'all know where Butler County is? Way over in Ohio County, that direction in Edmondson County. Over at Morgantown. Well, every morning I would get in my car. And back then I drove a 1987 Oldsmobile 98 Brome with 320-some thousand miles on it. And I'd get in that It was the best set car. Sheila hated it. Hated it. Because I had my seat broke in, if you know what I mean. The headliner had fell down and I took the stapler and stapled it all up there. Heather would not allow me to drive her to school in it. It was just, it was one of those cars that went through the hailstorm over in Glasgow and it had hail bites all over it. It didn't look the best, but boy, it sure rode good and they go through snow. And I drive that every day. An hour and 10 minute drive over to Morgantown, get in my car at lunchtime, drive over to Brownsville. I was on my way to Morgantown one early Monday morning. What was so scary about that uh, trip that I took all the time, there was times that I would get in my car in Edmonton and I would drive to Morgantown and I would get out. And you know what? I wouldn't remember the trip. It just got so used to my mind. Well, this day stood out. Old Oldsvilleville decided to lay down on the side of the parkway. And I remember, this was back before, they may have been bag phones back then, I am not 100% sure, but y'all remember bag phones didn't do too well. I didn't have no way of getting a hold of anybody, the old car had laid down, it was over and done with, and I got out, popped up the hood, you know, I don't have a clue what's underneath there, I know I checked all few other little things, but I was acting like I knew what was going on, and I thought I'd have the hood up, the flashers on, somebody would stop. Somebody would stop. Well, it's amazing on Monday morning how many people are going to jobs and they don't even realize where they're going. They're just flying by on the parkway. Flying by. And I said a prayer. I said, God, send me somebody to help me. I need somebody to get me to the next exit. And it wasn't five minutes later, this trucker pulled up. He didn't look the best. Not maybe somebody you just want to go for a joy ride with, you know. But I believe when God sends somebody to you, he has a plan, doesn't he? If he didn't want him to stop, he wouldn't have stopped. If he wasn't going to help me or try to take care of me, then God wouldn't have sent him. And I went back there, got in the truck, he took me down to the next exit. The next week we had to have a special burial for my car. It was a little, the part was worth more than what the car would ever be and so on and so forth. But I'll never forget that guy when I had a burden, he was busy. He was driving a truck, semi-truck. He had, had a time frame he had to be under and he had to be at a certain place at a certain time, but he stopped and helped me with my burden. That's what Christ wants you to do, isn't it? For God so love the world. Don't look at anybody else and say, oh, I'm better than them. Let me tell you what, there's nobody better than anybody else. All of us that are saved, we're going to heaven, amen? Amen. But everyone else has a chance to go where? To that same place. So today, when you see somebody in need, take the time. Do your very best to take and say praise to God. If that was me, if I was going through that, wouldn't I want somebody to stop and help me and give me help in my hour of need? You need to also learn how to deny yourself. That's hard to do so often we think we know what's best no matter what no matter what we know, I know what's best for you. I know what's best let me tell you what i know's best for you. Let me give you my advice and so on and so forth. I remember when she and I first were married, I've had to figure out something. I didn't know everything. And even though I thought I did know everything, so often it didn't turn out too good. I figured out that Sheila Mills had some good ideas. <laughs> but you know what? I had to listen to them. I had to deny myself and say, it's okay. It's okay to... Let her do this. It's okay for her to be in charge of this. It's okay to allow her to carry some of my burdens. It's okay for her to know what's going on in my life. It's okay for her to be there for me and just not even have to say a word, just be there. Sometimes you have to do that in your marriage, don't you? Sometimes you have to step back and go, Well, we got some big problems going on. One of the things we all have to realize, you're going to have burdens that comes from your marriage. Not every marriage is perfect. Do you know of any of them? I don't know. Adam and Eve had everything. And they did what? Blew it up? We do that as well. Marriages have bumps in the road and things that go on, but we have to be willing to... Deny ourselves and say, the husband doesn't need to bear all the load. The wife doesn't need to bear all the burdens of the family. The kids do not need to bear the burdens of their parents. We need to be willing to deny ourselves and strive forward in that grace of God and carry that cross of Christ. Be the ones that help others in their relationships. Be the ones that are there to give them What they need in your life. Bear your cross. Over in Luke 14, 27 it says. And whoever does not carry their cross. And follow me. Cannot be my disciple. Point blank isn't it. Whoever. Does not carry their cross. And follow me. Cannot be. My disciple. I have some friends of mine. And people make fun of me about this. But. At work, you know, I went for about eight months with nobody in the office, and you can only talk to yourself so long, right? I figured that then, I've got some people across the road, and they're not the best people in all the world. They don't look the best, and they don't talk the best, and they may not shower as often as I think they should shower, and and all these type of things, but after a while, we started talking about different things, he would. He was across the road. Him and his wife across the road. I was across the road over there. And, and we talked to each other about different things. And one of the things that I figured out about him from the beginning, no matter what he is given, it's not enough. You ever met anybody like that? No matter what they are given, it's just not enough. They want everybody else to give them everything and to carry their load and to carry their and if they, if somebody won't boy they're gonna give you down the road and back and bring you back up scripture says something important and i think if we could take this on the fourth of july and carry it out to the whole world we need to learn how to carry our own cross amen our burdens our burdens we are not entitled to anything you're entitled to one thing, the love of God, right? You're entitled to that. You've got an opportunity to accept that in your life, but you are not entitled to anything else. You can't say today, Brother Paul, I, I'm not going to carry my cross anymore. I, I see that a whole lot with kids. Parents just say, don't want them no more. Don't, I can't take care of them no more. Let somebody else take care of them. no. Learn how to carry your own cross, carry the cross of your family, and do God's will. And also, finally, in Matthew 4 19, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will give you out to fish for people. I will send you out to fish for people. Be that fisherman of men. Follow Jesus. Today, what is your cross? I don't know what it is. I can tell you what mine is, and mine has a rotating list of burdens that are there. I have I sometimes, Thursday afternoon after we got out of court, you know, I was feeling so good The Debbie and Shay and, and Doug had had such a good day, and David and Courtney had had a good day, and it felt like all the, the puzzles, pieces was falling together. We had such a great day with, with Cammy and all all of those type of things, and I and i came home and i sat down there at the house and i was thinking lord when is the other shoe going to fall right you think to yourself about that if some of those burdens leave and what happens they return i don't know what you're facing today i don't know what that struggle is maybe it's a struggle in your own personal life maybe it's something nobody else knows about maybe maybe it's your your secret to yourself well One of the things that I've seen through the years, been a preacher a long time, a social worker a long time, a dad a long time, and a husband a long time. You can't keep things to yourself. It may be something somebody finds out today or tomorrow or next week or next year or 10 years from now or 30 years from now, but it's going to come out sometime. What are you dealing with today? And why are you trying to deal with it all by yourself? Christ says, not only does He want to carry His cross, He wants you to help. He wants to be able to help carry your cross as well. Pray about that today. Maybe there's something going on in your family. Families are interesting. Lord, we can say some of the meanest things to people in our family, can't we? Quick, mean things, and then you say, "Have you ever done it before?" You just you, you see it coming out your lips. And you just want to grab it and just throw it in the trash can, right? But it's too late. It's already out there. Maybe that's the burden you have today. What's so great about it is Christ is in the saving business for you as an individual, but I also believe Christ is in the saving business for your family. To mill those families back together again, to build them together, to make them strong again together, to be willing to forgive. To be willing to help someone else. Whatever that burden is today in your life. People say, Brother Paul, why did I go to church? Well, I believe this. I believe when you leave church, you should feel better than when you came in. But guess what? It's not all up to the preacher. And guess what? It's not all up to the song leader or the pianist. Or the other leaders of the church. It's up to you. Because you can come in with holding on to the same stuff. And the same burdens. And you can leave. With the same burdens. And the same stuff. Or you can turn it over to Christ. And you can say to Christ. Christ this is what I need. This is how I need to be delivered. And he is faithful and what? And just to forgive us. This morning, whatever Christ has talked to you about, we invite you to come as we have our closing song.